will act out a new scene that takes place in that period of time how's that sound i was looking at the settlers of Catan box over there so i missed the prompt but do you want me to sure read yeah, that again? I, lost, I got lost for a minute <clears throat> all right round two is called time hop this time around we're going to do some simple scenes based john stop looking at the Catan oh, box <laughs> refocus i was like which edition of Catan is <laughs> we're on a third hour i'm losing it no, i know pizza in the gutter because it tastes like trash yeah hot take man you got the bad pizza you know i was upset because i went back to chicago and i had lots of pizza and new york pizza doesn't even come close to scratching the surface of what chicago pizza is it's not good pizza new york doesn't know what they're doing it's trash just fight a, me on it that is just a controversial take yeah it, it, just... i mean it, it's controversial so to people are I don't you care. are you I mean... referring to real pizza as deep dish pizza no that's the thing everybody's like oh chicago deep dish chicago chicago thin chicago thin crust was the original chicago pizza not deep dish it actually has a crust New York crust doesn't have a crust. It's this is flat. It's either too hard, so it's like a cracker crust, or it's too floppy, so it's like it just eating. You may as well eat have spaghetti and meatballs and swirl <laughs> it up with a fork. You people are fucking ridiculous, man. If you can buy anything for one dollar, still even still, they have one dollar slices. <laughs> yeah, you can buy anything for one dollar. It's fucking well, ass. I mean, the dollar slice isn't what you want. Hey, to be man, eating. I stand behind the dollar slice place over at the West Four Stop. Man. Right, I stand behind it too when I'm vomiting it up after I eat it. <laughs> Chicago has. Has delicious crust. New York City pizza is ass. I said it and I stand by it. Wow. Well, welcome back to Versus. It's the only game show where whoever has the most points at the end wins. What's up, everybody? I'm Game Master Drew, and today I'm joined by Malachi Nimmons and John Marino. Wow. I did that too early, hey, Drew. <laughs> What's up, everybody? New York pizza sucks. <laughs> Malachi, if you could be any supernatural creature, which one would you be and why? I would be Pizza Man, who goes from town to town, destroying pizza joints that are terrible. I would start with Polly G's and Greenpoint. God damn. Polly G's wow. is overpriced, overhyped, and undermade. And there are lines outside. That's what boggled my mind. I was like, there's a line outside all the time. It's got to be good, right? Absolutely not. It was the most average sidewalk pizza I've ever put in my mouth. And it tastes like booty. I did not like it. You know what else sucks? Prince Street Pizza downtown. <laughs> you know what? Awful. Prince and Soho pizza's over Stop talking about pizza. Awful. I asked They're you a mythological creature you wanted to be. Ruby Rosa. Yeah. I stand behind Ruby John, Rosa. stop talking about pizza. I would be no, pizza man. Stop talking about pizza. I would be pizza man going from place to place, striking them down with the fervor of right, a man well, who is angry. Closer. Striking fear into the hearts of shitty pizza makers. Yeah. <sighs> they're, okay. they're untraveled, Thanks. uneducated. And untalented swine that love New York Malachi, pizza. Malachi, thank you for answering the question of what supernatural creature you would be, John. You're pizza man! <laughs> if, <laughs> da, 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 da. That is a stretch and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't done talking about pizza and you jumped into the game, so I had to... Got him, man. I had to make it work. Uh, okay. Johnny, if someone gave you a time machine but could only calibrate it to go into the past 
or into the future, which one would you choose and why? You know, the historian lover in me would love to like go back in time to like ancient Egypt or Rome or Byzantine or like ancient feudal Japan, but like it would just smell so fucking bad. And they would beat your ass too. Yeah, I know. I would get murdered and I wouldn't be able to speak the language. So I guess... Shoot me into the future, and uh, I'd cross my fingers that when I arrived in said future, I wasn't just standing on a dead rock, still circling a dying sun. You're like, Jesus, I only went a week into the future. What the fuck? This <laughs> yeah, time machine is fucking useless now. Not great. <laughs> Fantastic. As always, we'll go through three rounds of games meant to test your bodies, minds, and spirits. Ready for round one? Yep. Oh, yeah. This one's called Would You Rather. This is a classic game played by small children everywhere. I'll give you a traditional Would You Rather question, and you'll give me the answer. The catch is that the other player will then be forced to choose the other answer and argue in favor of it. You guys got it? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Whoever gives the best answer decided by me wins. Here we go again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to start on Malachi this time. Would you rather be uncontrollably compelled to sing every song you hear or uncontrollably compelled to dance to every song that you hear? Uh, To sing because I don't like people watching me dance. I don't like having (laughs) to dance. I like to dance when I want to dance. If I'm dancing, it's for me, man. It's not for you to watch and see and enjoy. But I've been known to sing songs out loud. I don't, I'm not sure that that's not something, an affliction I suffer from already, having the uncontrollable urge to sing songs that I think of, because I do that all the time anyway. <laughs> all right. Johnny? All right, so I'm a bit of an underdog for this one. I'll admit it. It would be awkward at first. You know, I'd start off looking like Ellen and Pee Wee <laughs> Herman got fused together into some awkward dancing person. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had to constantly do it, you know, I'd get better, man. Eventually, I'd log in that 10,000 hours, and I'd be, like, really great dancer, and then I would have been better for it. And then, like, when I was at weddings, I could show off at how good I could dance at all songs <laughs> that the wedding DJ or live cover band plays. All right, uh, we got another one. Uh, the next one is, would you rather swim in a pool full of Nutella or a pool full of maple syrup? Johnny is first this time around. Hmm. I'm going to say Nutella. Even though it's more viscous, so it'd be kind of harder to swim around, Nutella's just infinitely more delicious than maple syrup. I love maple syrup, but like maple syrup's like one note. It's maple syrup. You know what it's like. You've had it on waffles. You've had it on pancakes. I put it in my coffee sometimes. It's good. But Nutella, it's got that rich flavor. It's got that, that hazelnutty. It's got that chocolatey. It's just got more depth. You can swim around in it. You can eat it. You can grab breadstick from the Olive Garden and dip it in there. <laughs> Malachi, why would you rather swim in a pool full of maple syrup? I'd rather swim in a pool full of maple syrup because if I am swimming in a pool full of maple syrup, there's a, there's a high chance that I am in Canada and they have free health care. <laughs> So if I find out that it's too sticky or I hurt myself or I dive in the shallow end and I think that syrup is going to stop me, but it doesn't, I hurt my neck, I can go straight to the hospital and get healed for free. Also, Canadians are nicer and scientific truth, less bees there. So they wouldn't be trying to get on me smelling all that syrup because there's less bees in Canada. Also, maybe Justin Trudeau would come in for a dip. I was trying to figure out whether you could survive either of those experiences. Well, <laughs> I'm not I mean, sure. You get That's diabetes either way. You definitely can be treated for a lung full of maple syrup better in Canada, though, probably. That's so why I, I said. Get Malachi the points on that one. Bing bong. Vermont maple syrup. Thank you, Bernie Sanders. Thank you, Bernie Sanders, for all that beautiful syrup that comes out of your teats. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Vermont maple syrup is actually made. Someone milk, milk Bernie Sanders. Milking Bernie Sanders for maple syrup. Oh, that's so disgusting. <laughs> He's like, 
like I gotta do it for the children. Billionaires and the trillionaires. Billionaires and the trillionaires. Billionaires. (laughs) (laughs) Round two is called Time Hop. This time around, we're going to do some simple scenes based on a prompt. At random points, I'll call it a different period in time. For example, right before the scene took place, right after the scene took place, one week before the scene took place, and so on. And you guys will act out a new scene that takes place in that period of time. All right. The first one is you're two of the only survivors in a world ruled by giant arachnids. Well, I didn't think this spider costume would work, but it seems like that's keeping them away from me. <laughs> as long as you don't look like a human, they don't seem to be bothered with trying to kill you. That I wish a- that everybody had figured this out earlier. Yeah, that was also a really smart move when we stabbed that giant spider when you were like, you should crawl inside of it and get its goo all over you so that the other spiders would be thrown off by the scent and yeah. think you were one of the spiders, except for that spider that had sex with me. <laughs> I do have great ideas. I do have great ideas. Uh, do, and you, do you feel full, like maybe like full of eggs? <laughs> no, I do not. Oh, okay. I, mean, just, I had some bad. I had a bad omelet before the spiders came. So well, maybe that's it. Cut to right before the arachnid invasion began. Hey, I'm gonna make a an omelet. <laughs> do, you, do you want an? Omelet? I mean, I just love eggs so much. I feel like I'll never regret eating this omelet. Would you like one too? Uh, you go ahead. I know I would like one, but you seem to be so content on eating a bunch, mm, as gonna, many eggs as you can. I'm right. gonna put pepper jack. I'm gonna put sautéed cremini mushrooms, um, and then I put some spiders in it, and then also I put this weird serum I got from Jim, you know, the scientist from next door. Spiders? Yeah. Why are you putting spiders in an omelet? I heard, you know, it's the future of food, you know, because we're going <laughs> to drive all these major food groups extinct, so we're going to have to eat, like, spiders and, like, snails and crickets and blue crabs and, and Cut cicadas. Cut to 20 years after the arachnid invasion. Well... I'm glad that I could subjugate my children that I birthed from my spider queen and that were half human, half arachnids, and now that they're the royal family of the arachnid kingdom and we get to be like the grandparents of the new rulers and everything worked out perfectly fine in the end for us. When you see those horror films and like the spiders burst out of eggs in people's bodies and it's usually really horrible, I thought that the birthing of the spiders was really a pleasant experience. Well, the thing is, is that... In all those horror movies and movies that are terrible, they're not terrible for the people that are instilling the horror on everyone else. A movie about spiders attacking and becoming giant and taking over, that seems terrible for the humans, but it's not terrible for the spiders. And no one ever thinks about the other people. A horror movie for you may be a joyous, beautiful movie for someone else where they win in the end. Well, it was pretty horrible for all the people that died. Except us, since we were the only two It was, survived. man. But I, look, I got I mean, this. they died horribly. The spiders just ripped them apart. <laughs> yeah. But the spider suits kept them from touching me at all. And I have been wearing it for upwards of 20 years. <laughs> and my spider goo, you know, I've been impregnated several times by my spider wife queen. It tickles a little, but, you know, they come out in the end. And scene. All right, we got one more for you guys. You guys are two of the world's worst beekeepers. All right, so we can't. So water does not. They don't live well in water. Uh, we we know that right now, and did not before. But we write it down. Do not put bees in the pool. Um, so it's it's a learning experience. It's a learning experience. All right. So the, what what have we learned this week? Let's recap. Things that hurt bees: fire, stepping on them, putting them in pools, 
locking them in the garage and turning the car on and letting it get filled with exhaust. <laughs> Those are all things that hurt bees. Now that we've established that, we have six bees left. Got to keep them alive. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll have none. And so what do we do? I don't know. I hate the bees. <laughs> yeah. I hate the bees. Yeah. You get the suit on, and they say you're safe from the bees. You're not. But you're still not safe. They get inside the suit, <laughs> and they sting you, and <laughs> hurts and yep. i want to kill the <laughs> yep. bees yeah I so kill the bees cut to the day that you guys saw the ad for the beekeeper job um it's great this is a great look it's a great idea i know you don't like this that I much hate bees i'm terrified I, of bees they're paying 72 dollars <laughs> a half hour oh, that's so much money yeah that's like 144 dollars per hour and we can finally <laughs> afford that trip we've wanted to go on i know it'll be amazing look we just do this job for a little bit get in and out this isn't a lifetime thing we, we do it for a little while make enough money to get out and then we have all this bee money. And then they give you the suits, right? The bees can't get in the suits, It right? says, it says, <laughs> bee wanted, suit, right? beekeepers, no experience necessary, we provide suits. Do you think we'll get free honey? Absolutely. <laughs> Who's going to stop us? Who's going to stop us? Cut to the vacation that you guys really wanted to take three weeks after you stopped being beekeepers. I thought I would enjoy the vacation, <laughs> but I'm so covered in sores. <laughs> and well, I still hurt. Look. I told you that in letting the bees attack you was our last hope because that was the only way we were going to get paid after killing all these bees. <laughs> the lawsuit. Yes. Yeah. And that was the only way we were going to make money. And it, so this is ultimately your fault because of all the bad ideas you had for keeping them alive in the first place. You were the one who said water, wind, fire, the elements is the way to go. <laughs> no, I said, I said on the way there, earth, wind, and fire, that's the way to go. You were so clueless, you thought I was talking about actual earth burying them, actual fire, setting them on fire, and putting them in a pool. Well, what, what, I meant we should have some good tunes to listen to on the way to go over there. <laughs> you know I'm a journeyman. All right, good work, guys. That was some good teamwork. You guys get 200 points each. All right, now's the time in the show where we take a quick break to recognize one of the phenomenal brand partnerships that make Versus possible. Today's episode is brought to you by Smoke Machine Travis. That's right, folks, it's Smoke Machine Travis. Now, we all know that artificial smoke from a smoke machine is one of the most insanely awesome practical effects that someone can have at a nightclub, bar, or a Christian rock concert. But who wants to deal with renting the smoke machine, setting it up, squirting that special liquid into it that creates the smoke? Blah, 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 right? But now, with Smoke Machine Travis, our boy Trav will come to your venue of choice and rip fat vape clouds all night long, giving you the smoky ambiance you need without any of the laundry list of hassles associated with traditional smoke machines. John, you are one of the creators of Smoke Machine Travis. Where did you meet Trav, and how did you guys come up with such an insanely important product? Oh, man. Well, bro, we were like at a hayride, man, in Tallahassee, Florida, and I was hitting big bad bong rips, you know what I'm saying? And then this fucking dude, it's like fucking bam, Travis, dude. Travis comes in there. And he's just like, you want to party now, son? Hit the techno music. And he's doing this with his mouth, bro. I couldn't <laughs> And then, man, we just got smoked out. And I was like, man, we got to take this show on the road, son. We're going to turn this into dollar, dollar bills, son. So that's like what we did, man. We just go clubs. We blow it up, man. And Travis was making this weird beatbox with his mouth. 
man, it's cool, man. Make a million how dollars. could this idea fail? Malachi, you just met Travis a minute ago, but thankfully we've already committed a large portion of your savings towards financing a majority stake in this project. How do you feel right now, witnessing the fruits of your hard-earned cash in the form of Smoke Machine Travis? Yeah, I do think there could have been a better way to use my money than to um, <laughs> pay this guy who obviously, he's obviously got some respiratory issues. Um, he just walked down six stairs and bent over, wheezing and coughing. Uh, and I dare I say it, I think it's because he frequently works with smoke machines, inhaling, exhaling, breathing in, breathing out, all that terrible smoke. This is his only job. It's all he does. And they're booked for months out in advance because it's just one guy. They don't have a team of people. There's there's one there's one Travis. There's one smoke machine Travis that goes around from place to place 24 hours a day. He needs sleep. Someone help this man. He really does seem to enjoy it, but I do believe he will be dead shortly smoke machine travis now available in grape bubblegum and fresh linen flavor excellent work you guys uh yeah but travis is looking pretty sick we should maybe get him to a walk-in clinic or so he can't afford to go to the doctor though we cannot take travis to an actual doctor you just gave him all my savings why not oh he spent it all on on a vape rig man come on <laughs> well some people deserve to die <laughs> round three this one's called dubious host For this game, one of you will play a regular old guy who's received a mysterious invitation to a spooky mansion on top of a hill with lightning flashing behind it and bats flying out of it and shit. And the other guy will be the dubious host who's invited him to the mansion for some sort of wicked purpose. Sound good? Sure. Johnny's the dubious host. Take it away. Oh, hello. Welcome to my ha- mansion. We're going to have such a party for you. I'm wearing a brawn panties underneath my three-piece suit. Uh-oh, did I tell you too much? It's a sneak peek of coming attractions. <laughs> Will there be some sort of war in the space-time continuum that we may dance to? Who knows? Come right this way into my mansion. Yeah, I'm not coming in there. No, I'm not going in there. But look at how spooky it no. is out here. It's so spooky out here. Yeah, There's no. lightning. Oh, a bat! Yep. A bat! Oh, you don't want to stay outside? <laughs> Looks yep. like, oh, the weather channel says it's going to rain. You wouldn't want to yep. be outside, get caught in the though. rain. Here's the thing, though. Uh, I know what bats Please do. Please jump in. I know what bats do. I know what lightning does. I know what rain does. I, however, do not know you and what you do in this building. <laughs> what and, don't I do? Yep, see? It's, it's stuff like that that makes me not want to cross this threshold willingly. Why? A delicious buffet inside. Yep. There's always a trick. Nothing's free. Oh, you can not eat a buffet. buffet. Yeah, you can eat a buffet. There's hot dogs. Uh huh. There's hamburger buns. Yep. There's <laughs> condiments. Still not enticed. Oh, you can eat. Oh, this is. And who would make a buffet with only hot dogs, hamburger buns, and condiments? That's weird in itself. Double sided doodles. Yeah, that's where it's going. I knew this was going here. I knew there's never been a free invitation for someone like me to come into a mansion like this without any strings attached. And I will not be entering your mansion. I have a room full of puzzles. Has this ever worked for you before? Like, has anybody ever come up here and be like, oh, 
this all seems like a good idea. Let me suspend reality for a minute. Shockingly, and it happens all the time. I, it's just not going to happen, man. Please. It's not going to happen. <laughs> please, I'm not going to go. Please, no, please, I'm not going to do it. Please, Why don't you come outside? Why don't you come out of the mansion? Hot dogs on hamburger buns on top? Do me a favor. Why don't you step out of the mansion? And we'll see if you're a real person and not a ghost. It's my birthday. Oh, oh, wait. My Oh, oh, please help. My mother, she's fallen and she can't get up. I need a big, strong man to come help me in my sec. Sir, you are clearly well into your 80s. If your mother is still alive, then something is deeply wrong. I didn't say she was alive. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, I'm staying on the porch. I mean, I think John's got to get 100 points for this one because he really, they were having a good time in there, Malachi. You would have had a good time if not, you went I would in. not have had a good time. You the, would have, canonically, well, I can tell you. This is, see, I was thinking more like Rocky Horror kind of horror, so it's like, you Yeah, know, it's a consensual semi- sex party. R-rated-ish, but nothing really bad happens, except for the meatloaf. Flog me with a wooden spoon and call me a Dutch baby, folks. I feel absolutely pancaked after that episode of Versus. Speaking of fat little Dutch babies, check some of these tykes out. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, actually a pretty ew, good one. Oh God, uh, that looks like Voldemort as a baby. Like that someone. Oh, that baby. That gonna baby's a... gonna grow up to suspiciously look out his window at minorities. Please don't. <laughs> I was gonna say he looks like a sheriff. Yeah, do. he yeah. looks like a future sheriff. He's gonna grow up to be a racist senator. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> None of the views or opinions or whatever the hell was just said is in any way representative of anyone who just said anything on this podcast. Versus is a work of fiction and should never ever be taken as serious advice. Versus is not suitable for children. Versus is also not suitable for adults or the elderly. We probably should move that part to the beginning of the podcast. If you're enjoying Versus, please visit our website, versusmod.com. Subscribe, like, and share. Versus.